0: So, hello there. Thank you so much for joining me today. Of course, we're going to be talking about Jesus. And of course, Jesus is still striving to get that message to us that we're not ready. Let's listen to what he has to say today. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for encouraging us, for reaching out to us. We thank you that you're that gentleman waiting at the door until we're ready. Help us, Lord to understand what you're saying to us today. We thank you and praise you for your patience. We know that you're suffering as you wait for us. Help us, Lord. Help us to do this thing that you're calling us to do. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. He is so good, and he is willing to help us if we're willing to be helped. If you're willing to say, Hey, wait a minute. Maybe I better check with Jesus. Maybe I'm not ready. Maybe there's something he actually wants me to do to prepare for his return. And I want to tell you, there is. You know, so much of the time, we are, us Christians are like Pharisees. You know, we think we're ready. We think we're these great Christians. And we even look down on other people. And Jesus is saying, I love them. I love all of you. Not one is greater than the other, right? And so I wanted to talk to you today about what he was talking to me about. And that is that rich man. You know, he came up to Jesus, and I think he was gloating. I'm I'm thinking he was expecting Jesus to say, oh, yeah, you got it all together. Because he came to Jesus, and he said, what do I have to do to have eternal life? And Jesus looked at the man, and he loved him, and he said, give away your stuff and follow me. Sell your stuff to the poor. And follow me. And the man was just amazed at that response. That's not what he was thinking was going to happen. But Jesus told him the truth. And what is that about? Why why would Jesus ask him to do that? Why should he sell all he has and give it to the poor? Because if you love Jesus, you're going to give your life away. You're going to care about what he cares about. And until we do that, we really aren't ready. Jesus might be asking you to give your stuff away, to leave that old life behind and follow him, to live a new life, committed to him, to care about what he cares about, to care about that man on the street, to care about that person who struggled all their life and they still don't have anything to eat. He wants you to care about them. He wants you to help them to know Him, loving others. It's not about you. It's not about giving to you. It's about giving to others. And the Word of God tells us that. If somebody has a need and we don't give it to them, then we, we have faith. We don't have faith. The faith that we think we have is dead. It's inoperative. It's not working. Our faith isn't working because we don't care about others. Jesus said um, to the man, he said, looking upon him and loving him, he said, You lack one thing, go sell all your stuff. Now keep in mind he was asking how to have eternal life. And um, the man, his countenance fell as he, he his countenance, countenance fell as he walked away. He was grieved. He didn't stay to listen to what was important. He didn't. Because Jesus said, when Peter asked him, Behold, we have yielded up and abandoned everything, once and for all. And he said, "And he said, Truly I tell you, there is no one who has given up and left houses, brothers, sisters, mother, or father or children and lands for my sake, who will not receive a hundred times much more in this lifetime. He's going to pay you back. He needs us to go for him. Is he asking us? to give it all up for him, to lay down our life for him? He is. That's what he's asking us to do. He's asking us to lay down this life and live his life. He's asking you to forget about yourself and start thinking about what he might be thinking about. Come, Become engaged with him. Are we going to marry him? Then we have to become engaged with him. Start thinking about what he's thinking about. Listening to him, knowing what he's feeling, what he's going through as he waits for us. That's what it's about. If you love Jesus, if you love him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, then you got to know what he's feeling, what he's thinking, what's bothering him. Let him tell you things to come. Let him tell you. That it's just about over, and you're acting like a Pharisee. Oh, we got these fancy churches, these fancy clothes, and that's all fine and dandy. But who are we le- leaving on the street? Jesus got kicked out of church. Because he wasn't like them. Is he asking us to take it to the street? He is. saying, let it all behind. Jesus told that man to follow him. And what was Jesus doing? He wasn't in some fancy church. He was on the street, just loving people. Just loving people. And that's what he's asking us to do. To put all your stuff aside. Stop worrying about what you're going to eat, what you're going to drink, and what you're going to wear. Stop being that rich man. Stop being that rich man because you know where you're going to end up. What about Lazarus? What about the, the, the man dressed in fine linen? He was just gorging himself. And that poor man, Lazarus, was at his gate. Even the dogs knew what to do. They cared for the man. They licked his sores. But that man cared nothing. For the other, for the man who had nothing, who was just eating crumbs. That's terrible, and we're like that when we turn our head, when we don't care, when we don't go look for something, someone to bless. We're like that, and then in hell, he was sitting there, and he could see Lazarus, and he was asking him. He had the nerve to ask him, to just. Get him a drop of water. After this whole time on the earth, he just totally ignored him. That's what we're doing. And we don't know it. And I'm the one to tell you, I guess, if you didn't know it, if you don't care for others, you're going to hell. If your life is about you, you're going to hell. If you can't lay it all down for Jesus, If if he's asking you to lay it all down for him, I don't know what he's asking you. We're we're all in a different place. But whatever he's asking you to do, if you say no to him, if it's all about your stuff and you and just your family, then you're saying no to him, you're ignoring him. And on that day, he's going to ignore you. He's going to say, away from me, I never knew you. You know, so much of the time, um, we wonder, and I've probably said this a million times before, but we wonder why are why isn't this happening? I asked you this. Why didn't you answer my prayer? And then we go and we get it figured out ourselves. We do it ourselves because Jesus didn't do it. Why do you think that that's happening? Why isn't the word coming to pass in our life? Well, I found out it's because we're ignoring him already. We're already ignoring him. And on that day, maybe it'll just be news to you that you've been ignoring him. But I want to know if I'm ignoring him ahead of time. I want him to correct me now. I crave correction because I don't want to live ignorant. I don't want to be serving myself. I don't want to be like a Pharisee, which I could see I was. You know, we think they're so bad, and, and um, we compare ourselves to them as not like them, but we are. When we won't lay it all down like Jesus did, when, when we won't carry our cross, you know, so many people think carrying their cross is being sick and taking whatever the enemy puts upon us, but that's not it. Carrying your cross is laying down your life for another. And if we do that, we're not going to be sick. But when we don't have those blessings in our life, it's because we've been ignoring Jesus. It's not that his word isn't true. It's not that by his stripes we were healed isn't true. It's that we're ignoring him. My son was born with a birth defect, and I started seeking him. And he said, your your son will be healed as you change your life to live it my way. Why is that? Because when we're in agreement with him, those blessings are going to manifest in our life, but if we're not in agreement with him, they're not. And really what you're, what you're doing is seeing, if you want to see that you're ignoring Jesus now already, and that's why those blessings aren't happening, when you obey him, he's going to manifest himself to you. When you obey him, you're going to see those miracles that we saw in the Bible. And if you don't obey him, you're not going to see it. We're just not going to see it. Because we're already ignoring him. And then on that day, you're going to hear it verbally, face to face. Jesus is going to say, away from me, I never knew you. Away from me. He's hurt that you ignored him. He's saying, away from me. Just get away from me, you hurt me. You said you were mine, yet you ignored me. How crazy is that? How sad is that? How horrible is that? We say we love him, but still, we, we wouldn't give it up for him. Our money's too important for us. And a rich man, it will be harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than for a camel to go through an eye of a needle. So Jesus said, we don't think hell is real. People think everyone's going to heaven, and that's not true. We say this prayer and we think, oh, "Good, I got my ticket to heaven." But that's not true. We have to conform into Jesus's likeness, or we're not going to fit into heaven. We're not gonna. We're not gonna fit in. We're just not gonna fit in. We're gonna be like the rich man. We're gonna. We're gonna be like the Pharisees. We're not gonna be like Jesus. He's like like the word says. He's not asking you to go without. He's asking you to put him first and then he will add to you. He'll give you what you need and and the things that you're striving after aren't going to be that important aren't going to be important to you at all anymore. You just want to make sure that you're right with Jesus. You want to live his way because the more you give up and the more you know him, the more you're set free and the more you want more. You just want more of him. He's just too much. The other stuff is temporary and it's a trap. So let him correct you. Let him show you. Revelation 3.19, he, he corrects those. He, didn't, he, he loves. He dearly and tenderly loves you, and he wants to correct you so you can see the truth, so you can be that overcomer. Revelation 3.20 says he is knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite him in, that means you're going to heed his voice. He's going to come in if you heed his voice. So Revelation 3.20, I want to read that to you. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and comes in the door, I will come in and I will eat with him and he will eat with me. If you surrender to him, he's going to come and live on the inside of you and you will never be the same. So let's acknowledge Him, Jesus. We thank you. We accept that invitation. We're asking that you come and live on the inside of us and teach us. We're willing to submit to you, to heed your voice. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. So if you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Thank you so much for listening to